For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas-owned, Arkansas-operated. GoPascal.com. This is the Ruskin and Sack Podcast, brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Barky. It is time to uh, leave work, I guess. Right? See ya. Something like that. <laughs> Not you, but uh, most people in general. All right. It is uh, Thursdays at five o'clock. This means uh, we get to uh, visit with uh, Chuck Barrett, voice of the Razorbacks. His court-appointed appearance. ESPN Arkansas uh, contributor and host and podcaster and all of the things. Chuck, good afternoon, gentlemen. How's it going? And we're doing good. Great. Good. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming you are one of the two members of the Morning Rush that showered today. <laughs> uh, yes, as a matter of okay. fact. Ty hasn't showered in a week. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. What, What's uh, the story? Not real sure, Chuck, um, but I think I found out one of the problems. Okay. Uh, my man doesn't shower. He's, a, he's the stinky kid in class. He's the stinky kid in class. And, you know, wow. Tommy, you know Tommy's 100% right. He's just like, you don't have to work with him. It's like, that's fair, right. uh, I didn't want it to afflict you in any See way. That remote- Send him home. Send him home. <laughs> Send him home. Tell him to clean up. Come back. That remote studio paying off in other ways. Yeah, that's exactly answer. right. No idea, but I'm uh, extra thankful now. That's right. This is a um, it's a unique thing on Saturday where the only live play-by-play of the basketball game is UNZ. There's no TV down there in uh, Simmons Bank Arena this time. Radio only, yep. as it was intended to be. <laughs> is there extra pressure on a? Oh, broadcast? I don't know. <laughs> you know, not until you bring it up. Uh, <laughs> now, once the uh, once the game starts, no, you don't even think about that. But uh, I know this is the one game. I mean, we are so spoiled now, and I am too. I mean, you uh, you like to be able to see it, and this is always the one game where you can't. So. We'll do the best we can. You got to speed up those good calls, too, because there's That's people right. that are sitting at home going, and the shot. That's right. <laughs> good. Uh, you know, you got to have a little drama right, there. Right. You know, you got to drag it out. We couldn't bring Flow Sports out one more time. One more time for Flow Sports. So. Uh, just set your phone up. We'll just send them to Italy. But just we can't go, send just go Facebook Live, Chuck. Do a little commentary that <laughs> That's way. That's right. <laughs> 
You think anybody will do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody yeah. will bootleg some, stream the game. I would imagine uh, they will. Somebody will have it on TikTok Live. I can guarantee you that. <laughs> That's right. I thought TikTok was going away. I thought it was going to be outlawed. Well, you know, Instagram yesterday was going away. We're not sure. Hey, we're too okay. old to care. It changes. Well, yeah, it doesn't affect me one way or no, the other. No, we're way too old for that stuff. Yeah, it changes uh, daily uh, who's in trouble and, uh, and who's not in trouble with the social media apps and whatnot. So, all right, you got a, te- a, a question in here for uh, Chuck. You can text us here at 866-285-4005. Razorback, Christmas-related, whatever it is. You know, anything. We'll we'll, we'll open the forum here. Chuck, which is uh, your favorite pig in the Three Little Pigs story? The first, <laughs> second, or third pigs? We we, we kind of we, we broke Sterling today, and we figured yeah, you could. short-circuited. Yeah, we short-circuited when we started talking about the three pigs. So you're talking about the one that went to market? No, 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 no. no, no. With the Iron- houses. Ironically, that story not as lighthearted as uh, your mother would have wanted you to believe. Straw house, yeah. stick house, and brick, brick house. house right. Pigs. The three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to go with the uh, I'm going to go with the straw house pig. Okay. How about that? Oh, that's your favorite pig. All right. Okay. Cool. Uh, start- well, it is now. <laughs> it is now. As of this moment, it is. Yes. Hadn't really thought about it till now, no, right? But I'm, yeah. I'm I'm good with the straw pig. Okay. All right. Now the the guy, you know, the brick pig. He built a solarium, and he's got you know a driveway, yeah, big and, fancy and he's got house, a full, yeah. full, you know. And the wolf blew down the guy, you know, the guy you right. like, but you know, whatever. Well, that's all right, you know. Yeah, I I know. Uh, this is a, this is a question out of the. It's always the eight seven zero with these texts, Chuck. Uh, we'll eliminate the drama now. Who does Chuck Barrett want as the defensive coordinator at Arkansas? Sports go sports. That's right. <laughs> I want him to hire a Goodwin. That's what I want. <laughs> okay. How about that? Goodwin? Goodwin. Oh, there's the name. Goodwin. Yeah, Goodwin. Right. Go Google him. <laughs> good, good one. Good one. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're looking. I'm sure they're talking. I don't know if there's going to be one in place by, you know, when the signing period opens or not. Might be. But, uh, um, but it's not that important that they have a D.C. in place before the bowl game. Because as far as the bowl game goes, I mean, you're just going to elevate somebody on the staff to call plays. You hire your tight end coach, which is, you know, which is your primary recruiter. D.C. doesn't do that much on-site recruiting anyway. And you, if you mess it up, you could turn away some uh, some recruits who, who may sign letters of intent uh, next week. Well, maybe so. Uh, I mean, there's, uh, um, you know, I'm sure there's some strategy behind all that when you do it. And some of it has to do, I'm sure, with who you're hiring and what they're doing now. But um, you know they've got the you know they've got the guys out on the road that they want to have out mm-hmm. right now. I know their new tight ends coach is already out there, so um, I, I don't I don't I don't know that it's as big a deal maybe as we make it out to be. We hey we'd like to know. I'd I'd, I'd like to know too. But um, you know they'll do it on their own timeline. No, oh, they have to do it on our time timeline, <laughs> Chuck. Right. People time. want to know. They are freaking out. I know people want to know. I you know I want to know too. It's just that. It feels like there's, even though there's not actually instability, it feels like there's instability, and it makes people kind of nervous. See, I, don't, I, guess. I don't, I don't, I don't get that part. I, I know, you know, some people have expressed that, but I don't, I don't get that part. I mean, the 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 guys that have left um, among the players, with a couple of exceptions, are primarily practice players. I mean, let's just be honest. Um, with a couple of exceptions. The players who've opted out and are not going to play in this game were depth guys. Um, now, there's a couple of exceptions, and I'm not taking anything away from that. But, you know, we knew we weren't going to have Sanders. We knew we weren't going to have Poole. Um, you know, I think if the truth were told, I think Trey Knox was probably going to leave regardless. Um, so, 
you know, these things are going to happen. And, you know, there's probably going to be lots of places now and in the future where it feels like an unstable time. But, you know, the way this is set up, I mean, you got to go into the portal before somebody can get you out of it. And, I mean, coaches change all the time. I mean, you know, three weeks ago, all this was unacceptable. And there has to be change. Well, there's change. Mm-hmm. And, you know, here we are. And so um, that process of change sometimes at the beginning looks unstable. But, you know, just in the last 48 hours, I mean, they've got a new strength coach in there. They've hired a new tight ends coach. Um, you know, there's some players that have said they're coming here too that have left other places. And so – I don't. I don't think it's unstable at all. I think that we've got to wait. This is like a season. You got to wait on it to play out. Uh, you can't determine the worth of it halfway through. And so, let's see when the dust settles. What the coaching staff looks like. What the roster looks like. It's probably going to look different than it does right now. And we're going to get some guys in here too that people are excited about. Already have. But pe- perceptions, reality in in the social media world. It, it's for every piece of bad news, it's multiplied ten times versus the one piece of good news you get. Which everybody just goes, yeah, but bad news gets yeah, circled bad news, around bad more. News. You hear, you you focus more on the bad news, and you know what you just said. I mean, you hired your strength coach, you hired your tight ends coach. You're you're probably vetting defensive coordinators at this moment, and they're out recruiting, which is what they're supposed to be doing. Yeah, I just think when you're six and six, if you expect things to not be active during the weeks that follow the end of the season, I mean, we can't talk out of both sides of our mouth. I, I mean. Um, you can't be dissatisfied with the way it went and then wonder why there's all this change. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. This is this is how it happens. And, again, let's let's wait till it all settles. Um, let's wait till this whole thing's done and we got our guys in and see where these other guys go. Um, there's a lot of guys entering this portal right now that did it about a week ago that maybe today wish they hadn't. We got some and other schools do too. Um, this is not the promised land for a lot of these kids. and um, But, you know, when it happens, it certainly does look like for the moment, hey, you know, things aren't quite right. But I think when this settles, people are going to be happy. We're talking with Chuck Barrett here. Your drive home powered by Mr. Sparky. Uh, I, I was talking earlier, Chuck, like I'm not – I've reached a point where I'm no longer interested in system or scheme. Whoever you hire, acquire as much talent as possible, and then – the you'll figure out where to put it in the uh, in the long term. I, I'm, I'm all about um, this recruiting class staying together. I think that's that's right now that's the most important thing. There's no doubt about it. I mean, there's no doubt about it. And that's why, you know, the coaches are the ones we know. The recruits generally are just names. You know, we know who the coaches are. We've seen them. And when they leave, um, you know, sometimes, you know, you wonder why. And you wonder why they're not replaced right then. Even though, you know, there's 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 reason to believe he's probably got a pretty guy, a uh, pretty good idea. But you know, keeping this class in line is the is the main thing. And you know, I'll 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 use the hiring of Ben Souders as an example. If you listen to his introductory press conference, you know, they asked him how it happened, and he said, "Well, Coach Pittman talked to me right after our last game. Well, you know, they played the day after we played Missouri. They played Kentucky that day." And their coach ended up leaving and going to Cincinnati. And I'm sure that within that staff, they knew what was going to happen. And my point is, is, you know, Pittman came back from Mizzou. Uh, He knew he was going to change strength coaches. He knew who he was going to let go, and he knew who he was going to hire. At least he knew who he wanted to talk to first. And that's the guy he called him. My point in all that is, is these guys don't just make these moves willy-nilly. I mean, we – 
they may not make their announcement in a timely, you know, in a, in a time fashion that satisfies us, but they got a pretty good idea about what they're doing. And I think Coach Pittman's got a pretty good idea about what he's going to do uh, with his coordinator spot. And, you know, that may lead to other changes on the defensive staff. We just don't know. Um, so, but I think, you know, in due course, all this will happen. And, again, I, I think people will be happy when it's over. It's been three weeks since the end of the season, three and a half weeks, and it feels like we've talked about everything but the bowl game. Mm-hmm. On a scale of one, this game doesn't mean anything, to 100, this is the most important game in school history. Where do you put this? Well, it depends on who you are, I guess. I'm, I mean, if, uh, if it's your last game, it's 100. You know, if you're a fan who wants you to play in a better bowl game, it's probably not anywhere close to that. I think it just kind of depends on whose shoes you fill on this. Um, Kansas hadn't been to a bowl game in a long time. I think they, I think they're selling tickets left and right. Um, I think our people know that they can all take a head count on Christmas night and see who wants to go, and they can buy tickets and drive over. And uh, I think there will be a good bit of that. Um, you know, this is uh, this is not a college football playoff game, but it's a game and it's a bowl game, and you better go play and you better do your best to win because. You know, last year Penn State had all these opt-outs, and we didn't have very many. We had Burks and Trey Williams. Um, you know, they had a bunch. This year, we've got a bunch, seemingly, anyway, although I don't know that any, you know, beyond a couple of guys, these were anything but depth guys anyway. But to my knowledge, Kansas, I haven't heard anybody opting out, and I don't think they got a first-round draft pick on the team either. Maybe they do, but I haven't heard of anybody opting out. So clearly this is a big deal to them. And, um, you know, here's the thing. I mean, Arkansas is still going to put good players out there. I mean, you knew you weren't going to have Bumper, and you knew you weren't going to have Drew Sanders, and um, so you're going to throw Crook, and you're going to throw Poo Paul out there. You knew that going in. Nobody's surprised by that. Um, You know, Slusher's been hit and miss. Uh, You're going to miss Knox. But, you know, I mean, you have apparently are recruiting pretty well at that spot. My point is, even for this bowl game, the primary guys are still going to be out there. You're going to slide Limmer over to center, probably. Well, you're going to do that in spring anyway. So I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know that it's going to have as profound effect as people think. Have you looked at the forecast, and will you be opting out? <laughs> well, somebody said something about it might end up turning colder right around Christmas. This I don't is, know much go- more than Dude, that. This, we're talking half your age plus seven. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be gonna pretty be chilly. Cold, huh? right? Hot well, I mean, what have you heard? What do you hear? Uh, could you could uh, could you opt in to call the basketball game that yeah, night? Yeah, yeah, volunteer for the basketball game. I would. Maybe I need to make a trade. All right. Zim? I mean, they are in the top ten for crying. Uh, yeah, out loud. come on. I mean, you just look at Zim and go, next man up, buddy. Yeah. Well, Zim's going to Baton Rouge. He's going to Baton Rouge. He'll not anymore. He's not. <laughs> I don't. I don't know who's pairing up with him. Wow. Yeah, I heard. Night. I heard uh, uh, high twenties, low thirties. Really? Yeah. Oof. Well, it, you know, hey, I've been there before when it was freezing cold, so I guess we'll do it again. If you put, if you're wearing boots, put some hot hands underneath your feet. Wear thick socks. Put them underneath your feet. It'll keep your feet warm. Yeah, that's my best advice for okay. you. Okay, I'll, right. I'll be watching from my couch where it's be seventy two. I was going to say, yeah. was, you know, that's a that actually turns out, you know, if you're a TV fan, that turns out to be a perfect night. I mean, watch the Liberty Bowl at four thirty and. I actually, the time I, it's over, basketball games at eight. I just lied to you. Actually, Derek and I'll be at Twin Peaks. So good oh, luck. Okay. That's right. right. Yeah. Best you of guys, luck. God, you speak. guys have fun too. <laughs> That's the, we got the rough assignment there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did. There. Yeah, absolutely. All right, you can get the Texas here at eight six six two eight five 
four zero zero five. Um, all kinds of stuff going on. I, I mean, Chuck, obviously, we haven't spoken to you since this uh, Mike Leach thing, and just um, what what are your uh, memories, thoughts, uh, whatever about uh, about Mike Leach? You know, I didn't know him. Uh, I won't claim that I did. Uh, a lot of people have told stories from more firsthand experience than I have. Um, yeah, he's just one of the great figures in college football. Um, I think he's one of those guys, every time you think of him, you smile. And that's a pretty good legacy. And, you know, I think Mississippi State's done all they could do in terms of promoting uh, their defensive coordinator to head coach. I mean, if you know, this is the higher calling right now. If, if, if you're a coach or an administrator at Mississippi State, I mean, this is where the higher calling comes in. And, uh, you know, you think about what these kids have gone through and what well, obviously the family's gone through. But, you know, he's the head of that football family. And uh, this is not like a coach being fired. Uh, this is a coach dying, you know, in a, in a tragic and sudden manner. And so um, they owe those kids stability. Uh, they owe them that. If their mission's really student-athletes, they owe them that. And they obviously feel like they do. And, um, you know, you pull for them in a situation like this. You can't help but be maroon in a sense right now as you pull for them. Uh, but just um, completely unexpected. It teaches you how fleeting life can be. And um, I think we've all been reminded of that since then. Yeah, the best description I heard was he was one of one. Um, just yeah, a, a unique personality. A good way to put it. And we're not, we're never going to see anybody like him. You know, I, I've, I, I know some people that know him well, and you know, he's the kind of guy they've kind of described in this way that, and this was obviously before all this happened. That you know, he's the kind of guy that, I mean, win or lose, he's going to go home and do the very same thing. Uh, he's going to go call his plays. He's going to play his game. Uh, he's going to try his best to win. But he's going to do the same thing when he gets home regardless. Um, He's just that kind of guy. And I know people that worked with him when he was younger that said, you know, this is a guy that was in his office literally all night. Um, You might not see him that morning. But uh, he liked to work at night by himself in the building when nobody was there. And, um, you know, just a different sort of guy. As you say, one of one. And we'll miss him. Everybody that loves college football will miss him. Yeah, and uh, I, I spoke on um, on Tuesday about how I just uh, appreciated that his job didn't define him. It seemed that he had many other interests in life besides football. So many of these coaches are just, frankly, boring people because all that consumes their life is their job, and um, this is one less person that um, didn't live life that way. Well, you know... Um... I'm sure Leach was consumed by football. I mean, you, 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 you can't do what he did at that level and not be consumed by football. I don't think it was a passing fancy for him. Right. I think one of the things with Leach was that um, he loved to go into character because nobody asked him why you did that on third and two. Nobody said, well, why didn't you, why didn't you do this on third and six? What were you thinking there? Bringing, you know, bringing the blitz, you know, uh, I mean, he didn't have to talk about football. Some guys don't like to talk about it. I was not around when Coach Richardson was in his heyday, but I've been told that, you know, he'd talk to anybody about anything before the game just so he didn't have to talk about basketball. And I always got the impression with Leach that he loved that because he didn't have to talk about football. And, um, now, he was a well-rounded guy. Guy played rugby at BYU and has a law degree from Pepperdine. So he's nobody's fool. He's a different sort of cat. 
but I always thought that the stuff that he, you know, the quirky stuff that he said, I thought there was a method to his madness. I think he'd much rather go on and on about somebody's wedding plans than, you know, why why they did what they did on third and two and why didn't it work? Uh, because he didn't have to answer those questions the way a lot of others did because everybody played into his routine. And I, and I do think he used that to his advantage. Your uh, drive home here on Ruskin and Zach is powered by Mr. Sparky. Uh, uh, basketball coming up this weekend uh, in North Little Rock. It's surprising, but not really, I guess, that uh, Arkansas is 12-10 and 10 in that building all time. Surprises me. Yeah. I mean, they played some duds down there. I mean, they <laughs> lost to Hofstra last year and went to the NCAA, you know, went to the Elite Eight. So, I mean, been some strange things happen down there over the years. And uh, uh, Can you put a finger on it? Is there is it just no, one of those things? Yeah. No, I, 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 I can't put a finger on it. I don't know. Uh, the crowds are always great. Yep. Uh, I got to tell you, every time I walk in there, I get fired up because it's uh, you can feel the energy. You can feel how happy they are to have the Razorbacks in town. Now, I think this group, I mean, the Alpha Dogs, Nick Smith Jr., and, you know, it's in his backyard. He said something yesterday I, 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 I didn't even think about. It. As many big games as he's played in down there, he's never played in that arena. No, he hasn't. So um, he'll have a lot of people there and – you know, Central Arkansas has been really good to the Razorbacks over the years. I mean, you know, you go back to Super Sid and even before that. I mean, that area has been really, really good to the Razorbacks. So I have no idea. You know, when they played at Barton back in the day? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They always dominated. Always dominated, seemingly, at Barton. But for whatever reason, it hasn't happened there. But, um, you know, I just got a feeling. There. Now, Bradley can shoot. But I got a feeling Arkansas is going to go down there and show off on Saturday. I don't think there's. Any, I bet it, they're built for this. You know the, the 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 road games. You know the the big crowds. You know the neutral site games. All this, the, the run, the dunk. The, this is uh, December twenty eighth for me is is when the season officially starts for them. You know all this stuff is just a prelude to December twenty eighth and and getting that uh, that first win in in conference season because that's when the grind starts for them. Well, you're right, but I do think they benefit from these type atmospheres. I think they benefit long term from the atmosphere they played in at Tulsa. I think it's the same way in terms of the way they played in Hawaii, and um, you know this is the toughest ticket of the year. We won't play another game till maybe Kentucky in March, where it's a tougher ticket. I mean, you think about that, and I know it's a smaller venue. But that tells you how excited people are about this Razorback basketball team. Uh, they'll they'll come from all corners of the state for that ball game, and um, I think our kids are going to love that. I think the kids that haven't experienced it before will absolutely love it. And um, this is a bright lights, big city team, guys. I mean, they like playing in the big games, and I think they'll play a good game Saturday. Where are you eating before the game? Hmm. Well, whatever they got in the media room. No, Generally, on. you got to go out uh, night before. Well, you know, I don't know. I haven't really planned that far ahead. I, I'm I'm not the best planner, I guess. You just gonna follow Zim? Yeah, he knows I'll where just, the food is. Yeah, I'll just hang out with him. <laughs> they always have a nice cold cut spread at uh, really Simmons Bank Arena back there. Yeah, a cold cut spread. Yeah, it's a cold cut spread. Hmm. You know, one of those one of those fancy cold uh, cut spreads. Wow. Okay. Like uh. like the stuff you can't pronounce. <laughs> Like the stuff at good Christmas parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah oh, okay. All right. Good. Now, Speaking I'm, of which, are you attending Christmas tomorrow? Christmas party. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to go. Have you seen the seating chart? Am I next to you? <laughs> I have not seen the seating chart. Mm. And that could be a deal breaker, but okay, I have yeah, not yeah. seen it. I, I get you. I understand. 
Do you need a reliable roofing company that you can call at a moment's notice? United Roofing and Waterproofing is the answer to your issue. Joey Vivano and his team service commercial, residential, and industrial roofs. Consultations are always free, and you can schedule them online at unitedrw.com. Call Joey at 479-312-7369. That's 312-7369. You can also check out United Roofing and Waterproofing on Facebook and Instagram. Football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all of your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup information, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all of your favorite sports and events like Major League Baseball, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet online, where the game starts. 866-285-4005. He's leaking confidence with a half hour to go in the work week. Me! Why? I don't know. I screwed up housing, and now I don't know the phone number. It's all falling apart over here. Well, you know, it's it's 40. Your uh, 100,000-mile warranty goes out. That's right. Yeah, all the lights are on. Right. On the dashboard. Chuck Barrett's with us uh, here for the rest of the hour on ESPN Arkansas. Uh, let's uh, go to uh, the Poet Laureate of Ruskin and Zach, Razor Bacon. All right, stop what you're doing. See the trouble brewing inside Razorback Nation. So see our future's dim because our roster's thin. But we just need to be patient. They say the 80s, y'all. This is new football that is sweeping the nation. Look at last year's trophies upon the shelf. And just let me introduce myself. My name is Razor Bacon, and I ain't faking. I've got an outlook that needs to be taken. So we're not immortal to the transfer portal, but that doesn't mean that we're breaking. We need to fill the hog pail for the NIL. It's a simple case of buy and sell. Get an old lineman here, a wide receiver there, four-star, five-star, we don't care. Get your wallets out. Don't make me shout. That's what new football is all about. They call me positive. That's how I choose to live. Always trade a try, always take less than you give. I love the Razorback football in the fall. Ruskin and Zach, thanks for making my call. Razor bacon out. Wow. Wow. Razor That's bacon. a special gift, oh, man. man. That's fantastic. Everybody knows what song that was, right? It was the Humpty Dance, yes. It's That's right. Yeah, it was, it was the Humpty Dance, all right. Wow. <laughs> Chuck, you go you know, play this at your prom? Uh, this was actually after my Pleasant. prom. Sorry. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I played it at mine. It's the Zach's prom. <laughs> Definitely we played it. We were playing the Gap Band, and uh, she's a bad mamma jamma. My God, like what year did you graduate? <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Wow. Yeah, it's been a while. All right. It is uh, now. Uh, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't how know we, where we go I don't from know there, how we top that. I mean, You guys didn't like the Gap Band? I love the Gap Band. Dad's okay. Band I like better. All right. Well, I, I don't know how we um, how we top Razor Bacon there, but no, I do. You don't. You don't. <laughs> I know. I wish we could just go to break again, but unfortunately, that. Yeah, you guys need to have him posted up against a break. I know. Go out in a blaze yeah. of glory there. I always worry that he'll hang up if we if we leave him on hold too long. So I, I don't know. <laughs> all right, I do enjoy this. I do enjoy when Zach asks Chuck all of our frivolous poll questions yes. from the week imagine how i feel imagine how i <laughs> nothing feel. sports related nothing serious I, we just you know it, it paint it fills in the picture 
Uh, so your Ruskin and Zach Twitter poll sponsored by Bud Anderson Heating and Cooling. On the Twitter's at Ruskin Zach, R-U-S-C-I-N-Z-A-C-H. Chuck, are taxes essentially just a yearly subscription to the country you live in? That's pretty much it, yeah. Okay. That's your entry fee. That's the cost of doing business. Now, when you're a child, that's your free trial. I guess that's right, okay. yeah. That's exactly right. I hadn't thought about that. That's true. When you ask for someone's name, are you essentially asking them what noise you should make to get their attention? Hmm. It's an interesting question. I, I'm I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. Okay. All right. 84.5% of people said yes to that one. Yeah, that's okay. If I offered you $80 an hour to clean a cemetery alone, 10 p.m. to 5 a.m., you taking the job? Oh, absolutely, yeah. No fear of that stuff, no, right? No, no. All right. <laughs> You uh, taking it? Uh, no. You guys do? No, 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 no. Eighty bucks an hour. I, I, no, nope, 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 nope. No, I don't want to sleep all day. Would you wear a dead man's clothes like uh, one of these estate sales? Eh, I don't know. Probably not. Okay, no. all right, we're aligned no. on that one. No, I don't think I could do that. I, I'm, I, I don't do the used clothing thing. Okay, uh, Chuck, have we given morning people too much power just because they're up first? Uh, well, you know, I mean. Yeah, they got a lot of power. I don't know if they've been given too much power, but they got a lot of power, no there's question. A very, there's a very strong lobby that gets up in the 10 to noon uh, range, and I feel like the, the 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. crowd feels like they, you know, they're superior. Well, they do feel like that. Yeah. There's no question about that. 10 a.m.? How old are you? Uh, <laughs> not very far behind you. Okay. All right. Look, I gotta get. I, hey, I wish I could sleep till 10 a.m. I wish I could. I, I, well, now I, I, I need a full 10. Or, or otherwise, I'm just cranky. A full ten. A full ten. Wow. Yeah, Good I got to get a full ten. So I'm going to I've bed. I've never gotten. 10. I'm going to bed at like nine thirty. Wow. No way. Uh, Chuck, true or false? Y'all drinking craft beer because it comes in a cool can. That's true. Yeah. It, <laughs> That's these craft true. beer snobs, and they got oh, the, you know, the little you know see-through cans. It's just awful. Um, now today on the morning rush, we did learn that Ty does not shower. Uh, how long is it acceptable for an adult male to go without taking a shower with no other excuse than he's lazy? 24 hours. Uh, you must uh, shower every 24 hours. You can go a day, two days, or three days, or more. Well, Friday morning to Monday morning is acceptable. Okay, so you're going now, through. Now, I'm not encouraging it if you've got a, like plans, but if you don't have anything to do, I think go to work, shower before you go to work Friday, and don't shower again until you go to work Monday. That's acceptable if you're just going to hang out all weekend and not be around other people. What if you're playing basketball at noon and then return to work? Well, I think a shower is probably in order before okay. you come back to work. Okay. That's just me, though. Yeah, yeah I'm, no, I'm with you on that one. Uh, when cutting a grilled cheese, is the cut horizontal, vertical, diagonal, or no cut necessary? It's, um, well, what's, is it diagonal from one corner to the opposite That corner? is. Diagonal, yes. Okay. Does that hit different? Because DQ says it's more whimsical. DQ uh, Ruskin <laughs> says that the sandwich tastes better when it is cut diagonally. Well, I mean, that's just the way you do it. <laughs> 60, I mean, 66 percent of people agree with you that diagonal is the proper cut for a grilled cheese. I mean, you know, that's the way we do it in America. <laughs> I don't know about these other places. Um, I, I got a, I got a, a potential poll question for tomorrow. Was Humpty Dumpty unathletic or clumsy? Mm. Ooh, uh, I'm going to say clumsy. Okay. He was probably as athletic as you could be and still be an egg. But well, he, you know, they uh, never, I'm going to say clumsy. They never say he's an egg. In the nursery rhyme, they never mention that he's an egg. Yeah. Well, I guess that's right. Mm -hmm. Just I guess some, that's right. Something, yeah. something so, when you so, wake up at well, 2 in the morning and you're like, 
he's an egg. Now you know. Some something in history changed all that, and then people uh, think he's an egg. Oh, but... big egg got involved. Oh, and, big, yeah. big, big, big egg. Big, big, egg. <laughs> big chicken got involved. The poultry lobby. Yeah, the yeah. poultry yeah. lobby got the, the powerful it, yeah. poultry lobby. Yes. Exactly. Uh, we've been going back and forth on this today. Uh, is Little Red Riding Hood the dumbest character in literary history? Girl well, couldn't figure out that her mom was a uh, or her uh, her grandmother wasn't a wolf in drag. Not the brightest. Not no, the brightest. Not, You're not our best. something there. Not our yeah. best. Yeah. Now, now I believe that that is a, a German fairy tale, so we'll blame it on them. Okay. This is Hans Grimm German DQ. Okay. I think so. So yeah. you're you're gonna say yeah she's dumb. Eighty two point six percent of you said that uh, she's not the uh, not the brightest. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials, glass, wood, plastic. Just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Chuck Barrett here. I know a thing or two about making great calls in Arkansas. And when it comes to your home service needs, make the call to Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. The friendly pros at Pascal have been serving Arkansas for more than 50 years. And as the weather changes, make sure your system is ready with a Pascal protection plan. Call the pros at Pascal and get a seasonal tune-up, discounted services, and priority scheduling. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned. Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. Longtime Stanford tight ends coach Morgan Turner. He's your new tight ends coach that will replace Dowell Loggins. According to the ADG, they announced him uh, earlier today. He just completed his 10th season at Stanford, uh, where he worked for a good coach, David Shaw. Mississippi State is named defense coordinator Zach Arnett, its next head coach, replacing Mike Leach. <laughs> Arnett agreed to a four-year deal with an annual salary of $3 million. yes? The way you hit good coach made it sound like that he doesn't work for a good coach now. I didn't say that. I know that's not what you said. DQ. That's how that would be really implied. Okay. The way you hit the word, yeah, it said like where he worked for okay. a good coach. All right, Turner just completed his tenth season at Stanford, where he worked for a good coach, David Shaw. Is that better? No, it was the same. It was no, exactly the same. Turner just completed his tenth season at Stanford, where he worked for a good coach, David Shaw. It's the better? same. Dang it! Just for a coach. For, for coach, coach David, David Shaw. Shaw. Uh, Turner just completed his tenth season at Stanford, where he. Worked for a coach, David Shaw. Okay. That sounds worse. <laughs> All right. Bobby Petrino, widely regarded as one of the best. He's headed to UNLV. Yes, he is. Uh, where he will work for Barry Odom. I guess if you can't stop him, join him, right? If you can't stop him, hire him. This no. was the, uh, this is, this, I didn't know this, 18th coaching job for Bobby Petrino. Purdue senior quarterback Aiden O'Connell will skip the Cheez-It Citrus Bowl. I would, too, against LSU on January the 2nd. Uh, he announced that Thursday on Instagram. He will be heading to the National Football League. Your Ruskin and Zach Twitter poll, sponsored by Bud Anderson Heating and Cooling on the Twitters. At Ruskin, Zach, R-U-S-C-I-N-Z-A-C-H-D-Q. I'm very proud of these today. I worked very hard Good. on these. Um, we found out this morning on the Morning Rush that Ty doesn't shower. 
this answers a lot. However, how long is it acceptable for an adult male to go without taking a shower with no excuses other than they're just incredibly lazy? 36 hours. 24 hours, one day, two days, three days or more. One day. Um, I prefer someone shower every day. One day is the acceptable okay. limit of not showering. 52.8% of you say you have to shower every single day. He hasn't showered in a day. week? He has not showered in a week. He has like long hair. Is it not yes. disgusting? Yes. 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 <laughs> He's going to have again, those stink lines again, coming off him at the party it, like it, Pigpen. Like Pigpen. <laughs> it answers almost everything. But, uh, DQ, this, this question's right up your alley, and uh, Kid and I got into a knockdown drag out over this. Uh, when cutting a grilled cheese, is the cut horizontal, vertical, diagonal, or no cut? Diagonal. Diagonal sandwiches hit different. I don't know why. They taste different. You <laughs> they, feel, they're better. You feel whimsical. <laughs> Yeah, that's too big a word. Knock it off. 63.4% of you say (laughs) diagonal. Where did that come from? I did see something about which cheese you're supposed to use. What do you use? Um, American was the top choice. Yes, of course. Yes. No, you use mild cheddar. Mm. No. You don't use Kraft American cheese. Yes, you do. No, you do not. Yes, you do. You you want to talk about your car again? No, that you don't what, need to bring. Then what's the correct use cheese? Sargento. You use Sargento if you're rich, but if you also you you can also use like great value cheese yes. that it comes in the package. Yeah, American. No, it's you hate America. It's mild yes. cheddar and poor people. No, yeah. yeah, which America's American, full of, by the right. way. Right, American poor people. DQ, not on our side. That's right. A uh, hogballer. Wow, that was awful. Tell us how you really feel about Pittman. <laughs> what did I say? You implied that he's not a good coach and that David Shaw is. I didn't say that. You did not say it. No, that's what, what I said. Implied implied it. It. What I said you was, what's this guy's name? Morgan Turner just completed his 10th season at Stanford where he worked for a good coach, David Shaw. Is that better? The emphasis on the word good. Yeah. Don't hit good. I wouldn't even say good. Yeah. Okay. Where he worked for David Shaw. That's but right. doesn't that isn't that disrespectful to David Shaw? Not at all. Coach David Shaw. Coach then, David Shaw. Yeah. A good coach. Well, that's your. You now could have you're said in, he's a pretty good. You're coach. injecting your opinion into the. Story. He's a good coach. Okay, but he that, took Stanford to the Rose Bowl. That's a, that's your opinion. Has Pittman been to the Rose Bowl? No. Okay. No. But just the way I don't know the the sentence was weird because you implied <laughs> that he was at working for a good coach and now he isn't. That's what he's working where he worked for a coach. David Shaw. That's right. Is that fair? Is that better? The coach at Stanford. You could just put where he worked worked under David Shaw. I was implying nothing. I just said he worked for a good coach. I heard it as if I... I, Well, you know what? I can't help what you heard. The way it hit my ears was like, wow, that's a a subtle shot at the the current coach. (laughs) Which is fine, by the way. But uh, you can say whatever you want. But I don't know. And then I looked in there, and DQ had a face on, uh, had, uh, had a look on her face. I'm like, well, we both, we both heard that the same Whatever. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway. Yeah. Where he worked for David Shaw, a good coach. Now he's going to work for a great coach. Who? That's what. <laughs> you are digging yourself a wow. hole. <laughs> was, was this in the talking points today to trash Pittman? I didn't, I'm not trashing Pittman. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <sighs> He's not great. Who? 
Pittman. No, he's 18 and 17. Oh, yeah, I can't say that. We don't talk about that. David Shaw's 96 and 54 at Stanford. Yeah. It's not bad. What's he doing now? My guess is that David Shaw will be back. David Shaw's too good a coach. He's a fairly young man, right? He's I think David Shaw's in his 50s. Um, he'll he'll be back at some point. Runs a hell of an offense. He could go coach Navy. He's 50 years old. All right. I, I like David Shaw. Did Navy ever get a coach? No, they they fired Coach Ken, and uh, they'll 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 find themselves. You know, they're not going to do much better than Niamatololo. That is a, a really good guy. Understood the culture. Uh, did very very well. What? Yeah. The text reads, this is the problem with journalism today. <laughs> what? I don't know. The way people read the words? Is that the problem? What's the pro- Please, tell me what the problem... First of all, don't ever accuse me of doing journalism. No, no, no. Don't that's, ever do that. That's, a respect to, that's disrespectful I to can't, actual journalism. I cannot journalism. control what you heard. I simply read what I wrote. Okay, all right. It's not my fault that you heard it different. No, it's not your fault. I'm just... Uh, it just... It made me give pause for a moment. Again, there. that's on you. What I said was right. he, he worked for a good coach, David Shaw. But do you not see how that could be interpreted as saying that this coach he works for now? No, is, I am complimenting okay. David Shaw. Okay, all right. You're not you're not bashing. Again, you you guys are hypersensitive because I wasn't talking about your guy. Right. I like David Shaw. I think everybody likes David Shaw. He's a good That's coach. That's not the issue here. He's a good coach. <laughs> the issue is that yes, it sound like he's he's working for a hee-haw now or something. I don't know. It just <laughs> sounded weird to me. I'm sorry. It's not what I said. What Again, said. it's what you heard. That's right. <laughs> Let me see. And then it. you got your you got your chorus back here backing you up like the pips. I already I thought that, that sounded weird. That's when right. You, right when you said it too. That's right. Um, <laughs> this didn't. Here's what I it, know. Here's what it says. Let yeah. me read the paper. Here's yes. what it says. Okay. Turner just completed his tenth season at Stanford, where longtime coach David Shaw resigned. A good coach. It doesn't say good coach anywhere in here, though. That's you add lib. So you that. added your own opinion. <laughs> That's not an opinion. He's and a then... good coach. Hey, hey, Tucker Carlson, dial, dial it back over there. Will <laughs> He's you? a Come good on. coach. He's a hell of a lot better than 18 and 17. He's a good coach. Okay, all right. It's <laughs> not what I said. Said he works no, for I, No, no. We we know what you didn't say it. That's not that's not what's being disputed here. It's, Look at him in front of Congress. You guys heard something out of context. Do you want me to hit the gavel? Please. The House on Un American Activities. Un Arkansas Activities. That's right. <laughs> I said David Shaw's a good coach. David Shaw is a good coach. Fact. End of story. There was no aspersion to- tossed at anyone else. Okay. David Shaw right. is a good coach. I believe you. And he used to work for him. That he did. Now yes, he works he for a coach. <laughs> a better coach. A, a coach. He works for a different coach. Better? Not really. Was any of this in the uh in the It really wasn't, no. <laughs> in the talking points no. today? Oh, well. Oh, Red in Missouri, Prickly Pittman won't like this. Oh, no, no, no. He'll rabbit ear this thing to death. Yeah, you're going to get a DM. Uh, Heisenberg has corrected me. Former Stanford coach David Shaw would have been would have worked, and I just simply said he was a good coach. 
you did. That's right. But <sighs> let's get back to home run hire, shall yeah, we? Please. Oh my god. Let's get back to home run hire. Oh jeez. There are people who write these things. And tell tell me you're not successful in life without telling me you're people don't use this phrase. Ever. No, no, no. no. They don't. My favorite part of this is 15 minutes. And now he is a, he has produced some really good players. Okay. I'll give him that. But saying that he is a home run hire and you have no idea who the hell he is <laughs> yeah, well, is one of the I mean, you show your ignorance. This is the this is the experience. All right. Let me try and give you an oral history of a position coach right. search at Arkansas. Okay. Uh the the job becomes available. DJ Williams publicly on Twitter asks for the job. Right. Everybody says, hey, that'd hey, be a good idea. That's a great idea. idea. Yeah, 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 idea. yeah. That'd be a good idea. Right. Then an actual football coach is hired to fill the job. Right. In this case, it's, um, um, what's his name? Morgan Thomas. What's his name? Morgan Thomas. So who you is the guy? You don't even know his name. I don't care. Who, uh, who is he? Um, hang on. He'll be unemployed what's in three years Morgan like the rest of us anyway. Morgan Turner. All yeah. right. So then Morgan Turner is hired. And since that's not DJ Williams, no one knows who that is. So after okay. going to Wikipedia, okay. hold, hold, hold. Hog fans then go, that's a great move. That's what, a great move. But they, they didn't know who he was because he worked at Stanford. Right. And y'all don't watch the Pac-12. But, after, but, what they, but what the writer did was affix the name Zach Ertz to it. But, he coached Zach Ertz. But hold what, on. You know what? Chad Morris coached Traylon Burks. Does that make Chad Morris a great coach? He's a great Is he recruiter. a home run hire? Home, well, he was at the time. Uh, and then he wasn't. That, that, that's how. Oh, home run hire, Zach Ertz. Right. So that so it's like it's a name no one knows. So right. then all hog fans go to Wikipedia. Right? Because Wikipedia is, as we know, the best place to go because anybody can update it. So you know you're getting the best information from Wikipedia, as Michael Scott taught us once upon a time. So then it's like, oh you know, he's he's had some he's worked at schools I've heard of. I, I approve, I approve. There we go. <laughs> and that's how that is how a Razorback fan goes through the experience of searching for an assistant coach. He may From be a great coach. Position is open. DJ Williams lobbies for it on Twitter and doesn't get it again. And then um, and then someone you've never heard of gets the job. Wikipedia search. Ah, I've, I've heard of some of those places he worked. I approve. Right. That's the whole experience. There it is. <laughs> That's right. Oh, well. Now, can I call him a good coach? Who? Uh, Morgan Turner? Yeah. Lana Turner. I mean, that's not Lana Turner. No, no, definitely not. Morgan Turner. Can I call him a good coach without everybody going off the deep end on this? I I also I had another observation mm-hmm. here. Um, the uh, the two four seven. They did not do him any favors with the picture they put on his no, uh, profile. It's no, not a great photo. Not really. They could have done they could have done better by him, and put a uh, better photo. Because uh, it's not a, it's not a great. You know, fortunately, the colors are basically the same. So you know. Well, it is cardinal. So right? yeah, I mean, it's he doesn't have you know, to when, change wardrobe. When, when I saw the uh, when I saw the headline, <laughs> it just, I didn't I, I didn't see the picture. I just kind of caught the headline out of the corner of my eye, and it says M Turner joined staff. To which I went, oh, sh- uh, oh no! <laughs> listen, I've already no no. Listen, I've already worked this through my head. Uh-huh. I'm gonna be doing radio or podcasts or whatever we're doing. And he will take over for Dave as the head coach. I've already decided this is going to happen. <laughs> That's how it's going to work. That's how it's going to go down. Okay. Yes, exactly. Right. It's going to happen. All right. Uh, ben in Fayetteville is on the phone here. Hi, Ben. 
Guys, is it true that Petrino is going to UNLV? 100%. true. That's a 100% done deal? Yep. Yes, sir. Oh, my God. So, how many heads are exploding and everybody's freaking out saying that uh, Petrino and Odom conspired during the Miss Missouri State game? Is that is that happening? I've not heard that one or, yet, but, or, uh, but no, like let, let, let's explore this, yeah, let's uh, explore this, this theory for a little while. I, I like this. You like that? Yeah. You like that? I love it. So you're suggesting you're suggesting that that they, that Barry let them run it up for a little bit just to create some anxiety. That's what I heard in the restrooms with the trough. Awesome. That's what I heard. <laughs> awesome. That's good. You guys take care. Enjoy. Thank you, Ben. All right. I love a good conspiracy. I do too. That, that that's a good one. It's not harmful to anyone. It's just good, clean conspiracy fun. I like that. I saw this once. What? Uh, um, the, the I can't I can't beat them, so I'm going to hire them yeah. thing, and it didn't go particularly well. No. Uh, the defensive coordinator in question was John Tenuta. Um, there was a particular offensive mind, not Judy Tenuta, uh, a particular offensive Basically. mind who thought he had a schematic advantage, who uh, couldn't crack the Tenuta code. Hired yeah. him and then produced three of the worst seasons in that particular school's history on the defensive side of the football. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily a great thing, but I think Bobby's um, Bobby's history is good enough. But here's here's a weird part about this: is we're we're seeing a trend now where group of five head coaches are going to power five schools to become coordinators. Bobby is the first FCS head coach to go to a group of five. Is Bobby looking? Is this his last stop? Like I said, this is eighteen coaching jobs. Is this his last stop? He just wants you know one last payday, retire in Vegas. He's sixty one years old. I don't know that he's getting another FBS-level coaching job. I don't think that's going to happen. But Vegas ain't a bad place to live. You know, you play in the big Roomba. Barry's you know, Barry's doing all the heavy lifting. Bobby's just got to coach offense. Bobby Petrino here for the Golden Nugget. <laughs> the loosest slots in town at the Golden Nugget. <laughs> Oh, I think he. I think he'll do very well there. Maybe he wants to retire out there. You know, I'm just I, gonna. I don't know. I. You know what? Based on what I saw, uh, back uh, back this past football season, he's still coaching offense. And if that's all he has to do, he doesn't have to do the recruiting part of it. He's. You know. He. You know. Maybe you get a couple. You know. Get some talent out there. And and they also. I, I saw this um, with an Arkansas connection. Barry Odom hired James Shebest as his oh, tight ends look coach. Look at that. So, wow. Another little Arkansas connection. This is Arkansas out west now. Yeah, look at that. So, wow. Vegas is a fun town. Bobby could get in some trouble out there. Yeah, Arkansas Vegas style there out go. there. Yeah, look at that. All right. Well, that's uh, going to be intriguing. That's for sure. Uh, next year in the non-con, a couple of the games stood out for UNLV. Mm-hmm. They go to Michigan. That'll be fun. And then they host Vanderbilt. Oh. So they're playing an SEC team. I mean, a marginal one, but an SEC team. Hey, that's team. an SEC team that won five games. That's right. It's more than Auburn did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess I think it's the same number as Auburn. That's right. <laughs> it's more than uh, Jimbo did. Yeah. All right. Now what? Now what? Russ Jimbo could... Jimbo doesn't have anywhere to go. No. They're gonna, Jimbo's going to be calling plays next year. Oh, good. With all those loose-leaf papers in all his right. hands and uh, those glasses down on his nose. Turner just completed his 10th season at Stanford with a good coach, David Shaw. Better? Not really. Not really. No. no. It's the same. Right. You keep saying it. Like, 
In your head, it sounds right. But right, we're right. hearing it, you know, WNBC. A great coach, David Shaw. Okay, all right. Does that work? No? All right. Well, he works for a great coach now. Sam Pippen. I, I'm just reading it the way it was written. <laughs> he worked for a great coach, David Shaw. Wow. You're listening to the Ruskin and Zach podcast brought to you by United Roofing and Waterproofing. Here to help with all your residential and commercial roofing needs. Call Joey and his team at 479-312-7369 or check them out online at unitedrw.com. Okay. I'm going to tell you something, and it's going to make you hate Kendall Browse even more. All right? (laughs) Okay. Get a load of this. SEC StatCat tracks all kinds of stuff with SEC football. I believe I have this correct. In the, and I can only do the league games. So there's okay. eight games last year. I hope this is last year. You only have so many free page views. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But I think I got this right. Last year, Arkansas ran two tight ends in league play six times. <sighs> six. Now, every time they did it, it worked. Okay, the, question. The, the one time they did it against Missouri, the play gained 32 yards. What about, <laughs> does that include tight end sneaks? <laughs> That's, well, uh, that is not on no, here. They don't, they don't track that? The, okay. the one play they charted against Missouri went for 32 yards. and With multi-tight ends on that the That tight end so. did not go for 32 yards that you just mentioned. Okay. Yeah, so here's the deal. They don't do it. But when they do it, it worked really well those six times. Yes. 32-yard gain against South Carolina. 32-yard gain against South Car- against uh, uh, Missouri. Um, didn't One time against Ole Miss didn't go anywhere. Three times, uh, averaging seven yards a play against Auburn. But they don't do it. It works, and they don't do and it. And he hasn't done it anywhere he's been, whether when he was right. Houston this or Baylor or, you know, down at, was it, FAU, one of those... Um, he's just never – it's tight end. Multiple tight end sets are not part of what he does. Right. And, you know, we're getting some pushback. Here. Well, he hadn't had any good tight ends. Well, if you run it, you run it. You run it down to the goal line, and they just don't do it. He's never done it. But they did it very limited, and it worked. It did. So, of course, you don't keep doing the thing that works. Why would you do that? Well, <laughs> it's – um. It, it, but if, I, if, I I searched it by twelve personnel, one back, two tight ends, mm-hmm. six plays on offense this year, six. If the if the plan is to go back to what Sam Pittman told us the first time we ever spoke to him, which is big sets, two backs, two multi tight ends. Okay, great. I mean that's what you're selling, but there's no history to back it up that this is what you want to do. Yeah. And it sure would be a whole lot easier if you had your only senior tight end with any real playing experience, Trey Knox, sitting in that room with all of these young guys coming in. Right. That would have been really, really helpful. Right. Isn't that amazing? I didn't know about that. Is that just league? That's just league. That's the eight league game. Now, can you look this up real quick? Look up and see what Georgia did. 12 personnel or or, or less. Okay, hold on. Just multi-tight end sets. Just... For, for comparison, well, here's sake. here's the problem with SEC mm-hmm. StatCat. Yes, um, you are limited on how many pages you can view before you have to start paying. Okay, so I'm already. I'll try Georgia. We'll see if I can get um, 
I might be able to get do the it. information. Well, well, don't use all yours up before I use all mine up here. <laughs> so let's, but yeah, but look it up during the break. I'm just curious. But, but the thing is about Georgia, like you can't replicate that here. Like you can't George out Georgia, Georgia. You could. Mm-hmm. And, they, and they did for a minute when they had the largest offensive line in the world and they were just pitching it to Alex Collins. But okay. you're going to sacrifice it. You're going to sacrifice somewhere along the way because you don't have you don't have all the horses that uh, that a team like Georgia does. You you may not have the receivers. You may not have the quarterback. That sort of thing. You can replicate parts of it, but no, you're not going to out Georgia. Georgia. I mean, they, they've got they're way too deep. They got the best college football players on the planet. Right. Multi tight end sets. A lot of teams are going that way. Teams are using elements of the spread, but you're also seeing teams. Tight end is one of the toughest positions to match up with. They're big wide receivers. It's what they tried to do with Trey Knox was make him a, a big wide receiver. He just couldn't block. All right. See, um, you're, you're asking a wide receiver to block, and that's not what he did. I don't understand that move mm-hmm. still. Like What they tried to create was a flex tight end, an Antonio Gates, a guy who, was a, who you're but, going to get matched up either on a linebacker or a safety one-on-one, and you can throw jump balls to. That was the intent. But why did... Hazelwood and Landers were inconsistent throughout the they year. They were they were fine. They, they were, were fine. They were Burks. Knox is better than them, I think, at receiver. Mm. Yet they moved him, and I don't. I well, never understood he's that. also the best body type for that. And you know, again, the idea was he's too fast for a linebacker. He's too big for a safety. You're not going to get him. You know, you're not going to have cor- you're not going to have nickel corners matching up on him one on one. Or you know, best case scenario is they bracket him, put two guys on him, and then that frees up other people. He's, you know, he was inconsistent with his hands. I mean, he would drop balls. And he had, he had some tough days. But yeah. you know, I was talking to Hutch the other day about this. Um, Knox only caught multiple passes uh, in six games this year. Fifty percent of the games they played. So he wasn't a part of. He wasn't a, a real big part of the offense. Other players no. were targeted more. When, and I think that was probably some of his frustration. Was you were sold on this idea that okay, we're going to move you inside. We're going to use you as this flex tight end. Right. We're going to so create all these matchups for you, and it just never happened. He's the first person that was sold the tight end dream that right. did not come to pass, and now possibly there's other people that are going to be sold this tight end dream. And guess what? Kendall Bryles is going to continue to use two tight ends probably about 3% of the time because that's yeah. what he is. That's yeah. what he does. You know, Unless they're going to make a change there at some point that we don't expect, Like he's not... This um, hmm. Here's another. This way. this union is is ripe for peril. Well, the, if if you're going to go, if you're going to take these and look, you're you're banking on freshmen, which are unto- notoriously unreliable. Oh right, yeah. If you're going to bank on freshmen and you're going to go to multiple tight end sets, you are completely reconfiguring your offense. Right. Yes. Which which means less KJ balls out of KJ's hands more. You comfortable with that? Well. You can't run him all as much as you would like to run him because he gets hurt all the time. Well, so he, you, well, you, yeah, it's I mean, he the does. best part of your offensive attack. You can't do all the time because he can't stay on the field. So now, and you cannot put a backup on because nobody else over there is any good. So now you have to manage the situation, mm-hmm. which is by by managing the situation. You have to use that when it is absolutely the most necessary, and you can't you you can't use your best option all of the time because you're going to get the quarterback hurt again. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the conflict. That's another right. conflict right. that they're dealing with. I mean, Arkansas. I 
was moderately successful using Blake Kern last year. Blake Kern was primarily a blocker, but I mean, he could catch a ball here and there. He caught a couple touchdowns. But you're, I mean, what you're trying to replicate is Brock Bowers at Georgia, Michael Mayer up at Notre Dame. Those are the top two tight ends in the country. You're trying to get a big bodied wide receiver who can but, block if he has to. But what you have, to just kind of take this thing to the very beginning, you have a school signing like seven tight ends and an offense that runs one at a time. Does anyone else see how this is not going to work? As currently configured. Now, if they make some changes, okay, maybe. Does anyone else see the... You, you, you see how this, um, you know, you've got, a, uh, you've got an outlet. You've got the other outlet in. You can't plug it in. You see what I'm saying? Like, it won't work. The offense, the offense gets reconfigured. It becomes a different offense. It's not the 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 four wide receiver. We're going to spread it out. We're lot zone reads. You're you're the, probably going to run the, between the tackles does, does more Kendall often. Know the offense is being reconfigured. Well, if you're going to bring, <laughs> if, look, if you're going to bring multiple tight ends in, and you're only like you said, only going to play one at a time, that's not using your resources wisely. No, it's not. If you believe these kids are what you think they are, you're you're not using your resources. Rufus is on the phone here. Yes, Rufus. Hey, I hate to change the subject, but I've been—I was on the list for getting Final Four tickets this year, and I got an email, and her ticket is like thirty-two hundred dollars, and that's on the NCAA website after being on the list for a year. That's crazy. What do you think about that stuff? That's capitalism, that Rufus. Is capitalism. All right. Um, what I would do is I would uh, write a strongly lettered, lettered uh, word or letter, worded letter. Yeah, thank you mm-hmm. to uh, Hunter Urichek. I mean, he's you know he's on. He'll get him on the phone. He'll get on it. Mm-hmm. Thirty two hundred bucks. I'm not going. Doesn't affect me. No sir. <laughs> wow, that's a lot per ticket. That's what he said. <sighs> to sit where? That can't be upper mm-hmm. tank. They're doing that at NRG, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. You sit in the upper tank. You better take an oxygen tank. Yeah. Also, um, you know, not to count your chickens, but watching a basketball game at a football stadium is not pleasant. No, no, it's not. It's not going to be a good time. I mean, it'll be a good time if your team wins, but, you know, you need Zach's telescope, and I don't think they'll let you bring that in. They might, but I doubt it. They might. I mean, they're letting people bring drums into these World Cup games, so maybe they will let you bring a telescope in. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.